Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, it's time for Below Grade Level. Watch out! We're right behind you! <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books that we read as kids and read them as adults and ruin them. Welcome to the final episode of... This book, not the show, because we're going to keep doing this till we die. This is fun. I, we love doing this show. Uh, this is the last episode, part three of Goosebumps number five, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. And uh, like I said before, this is a legacy episode. This is something we read and recorded a couple years ago. Um, tune in next time on Below Grade Level, and it'll be us uh, at present day reading something new and it, probably reading something spooky. Uh, I always kick myself afterwards for committing to something in one of these episodes like next time we're gonna read this book and then like having to read that book <laughs> but i think i think i know what we're reading so i'm not gonna say it but i also think it's gonna be spooky because you know it's how it's halloween fall times uh and we love love reading spooky stuff um so if you are just joining us last time on Below Grade Level, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Uh, Gabe and his cousin Sari uh, were just getting into all sorts of trouble in Egypt. Um, they got lost in Cairo, uh, which is a city in Egypt. Um, and then they went back to the pyramid that they were in before. Gabe fell through a floor and found a mummy. He loves falling through stuff in pyramids. He loves going into pyramids. Which, okay, like... Even in the 90s, I don't think that, uh, like, you could just go into a pyramid. Like, if I went to Egypt in the 90s, I don't think I could just be like, hey, I'm just going to go get lost in this pyramid. I'm pretty sure shit was, like, closed and locked down, and they don't just let people run around the pyramids. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's just that's just my take on that. Um, and then... Uh, and then there's a guy named Ahmed who I don't remember who he is. I don't know if he's a bad guy or a good guy. Um, oh, just kidding. Uh, my note here says the last thing that happened is that Ahmed had Gabe and Sari cornered in the pyramid. Oh, God. Okay, there's just, like, pyramids and pyramids and pyramids. Or maybe it's just the same pyramid. I don't know. Uh, I remember this book being somewhat underwhelming in, like, wanting there to be a lot more mummy action. Uh, and then a, a lot of them talking about mummy cases, which uh, you've probably heard us say already in these legacy episodes, but Jesus Christ. Like, that's literally the only thing I remember from this book is R.L. Stein writing the two words mummy case and somehow not writing the word sarcophagus, even though, like, kids really love to learn those kinds of words, you know? Like, if you're a kid and you're into Egypt at all, like, sarcophagus is going to be one of the first words you learn. Because you like to recite shit to adults who don't care what you're talking about at all. And be like, I, I learned about sarcophaguses, and that's what they put mummies in. So I just, like, I don't know why that particular part was dumbed down. I don't know. I mean, you know what? If I'm saying this now, I probably said this, like, four years ago. So you're probably hearing me say this at least, like, two to maybe five times. So I'm just going to go ahead and leave you to listen to the last part of this book. Uh, thank you for listening. Join us next time as we dive into something new. 
as always, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all those things. Just go to cactusrodeo.com, cactusrodeo.com slash podcast, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and we love you. Bye. Chapter 16. I swallowed hard. <laughs> yeah, I did. Sari and I stared at each other. I saw her features tighten in fear, among other things. Ahmed. He had tried to kidnap us, and now he had us all alone down here. He stepped forward, a flaming torch held high in one hand. His black hair glowed in the flickering flames, like black hair does. His eyes narrowed at us in menace. Ahmed, what are you doing here? Sari called, grasping my arm so hard that I winced because I'm a giant baby. Or Gaby, as she likes to call me. What are you doing here? He asked softly, his voice as cold as his cold, cold eyes. Holding the torch in front of him, he stepped into the chamber. His eyes went around the room, as if inspecting it, making sure that nothing had been moved. I think we're still in the room with all the mummies, right? I think so. Yeah, we're I in a room know. full I have of no mummies. Of Ahmed showing up. Were there like scorpions? And scorpions. And a big tar pit. <laughs> There's like a tar pit. Yeah. How big is this room? In my head, I'm just picturing like a Olympic bunch of short German pool. men. <laughs> like the band scorpions. Oh my god. <laughs> They're going to rock us like a hurricane. <laughs> My dad will be here in a second. Sorry, warned him. I just beeped him. <laughs> beeped. That's ridiculous. I tried to warn your father, Ahmed said, staring hard at Sorry. I didn't know which one of you wanted to take it. <clears throat> Clockwise. The flickering orange light from the torch made him grow bright, then fade into shadow. Warn him, Sari asked, about the curse, Ahmed said, without emotion. Uncle Ben mentioned some kind of curse to me, I said, glancing nervously at Sari. I don't think he takes that kind of thing seriously. He should, Ahmed replied, screaming the words. <laughs> should have screamed, but I didn't. I didn't know. His eyes glowing with anger and the torch light. Sorry, and I stared back at him in silence. Where is Uncle Ben, I wondered. What's keeping him? Hurry, I urged silently. Please hurry. The curse must be carried out, Ahmed said softly again, almost sadly. I have no choice. You have violated the priestess's chamber. What? Priestess, I stammered. Sorry was still squeezing my arm. I tugged it away. She crossed her arms resolutely over her chest. This chamber belongs to the priestess Kala, Ahmed said, lowering the torch. This is the sacred preparation chamber of the priestess Kala, and you have violated it. Way to throw that in in the end of the third uh, act. Yeah. Well, we didn't know. Sorry, snaps. I really don't see it. What's the big deal, Ahmed? <laughs> <laughs> She's right, I said quickly. We didn't touch anything. We didn't move anything. I don't think... Except for those scorpions. Except for those scorpions I smashed. Shut up, you fools! <laughs> Ahmed screamed. He swung the torch angrily as if trying to hit us. <laughs> Ahmed, <laughs> my dad will be here any you. second. Sorry, repeated, her voice trembling. <laughs> we both turned our eyes to the tunnel. It was dark and silent. No sign of Uncle Ben or his rice. <laughs> Your father is a smart man, Ahmed said. It is too bad he wasn't smart enough to heed my warnings. Warnings? Sorry, asked. I realized she was stalling for time. No, she wasn't. She's just dumb. Trying to keep Ahmed talking until Uncle Ben arrived. 
I frightened the two workers, Ahmed confessed to Sari. I frightened them to show your father that the curse was alive, that I was prepared to carry out Kala's wishes. How did you frighten them? Sari demanded, just because she's nosy, not because she was stalling. Uh, no kid's that smart. He smiled. I gave them a little demonstration. Uh-oh. I showed them what it might feel like to be boiled alive. Mm. He turned his eyes to the tar pit. They didn't like it, he added quietly. <laughs> Wait, did he kill them? I think so. <laughs> That's gruesome. <laughs> but Ahmed, sorry, started. He cut her off. Your father should have known better than to return here. He should have believed me. He should have believed in the priestess's curse. The priestess cursed all who would violate her chamber. <laughs> Can we start calling her Khaleesi? Khaleesi. <clears throat> but come on, you don't really believe I started. <laughs> he raised the torch. <laughs> that was an accident. Excuse me. He raised the torch menacingly. It was decreed by Khaleesi more than 4,000 years ago that this sacred chamber would not be violated. He cried, gesturing with the torch, leaving a trail of orange light against the darkness. Since that time, from generation to generation, descendants of the Khaleesi... So you think Egyptians sound like? Yeah. Well, that's what Chris thinks Egyptians sound like. ...have made sure that the priestess's command was obeyed. But Ahmed... Sari cried. It has come to me, he continued, ignoring her. Ignoring us both. Pretty rude. Staring at the ceiling as he spoke. Did it really say pretty rude? No. <laughs> uh, as if speaking though. directly to the priestess her. up in the heavens, or the rafters, who knows. It has come to me as a descendant of Khaleesi to make sure that the curse is carried out. I stared past Ahmed to the tunnel. Still no sign of Uncle Ben, or his rice, or Spider-Man. Was he coming? Had Sari's beeper worked? What was keeping him? I volunteered to work for your father to make sure that Khaleesi's <laughs> sacred sanctuary was not violated. Ahmed continued, shadows flickering over his menacing face. Then we would... When he would not heed my warnings, I had to take action. I frightened the two workers. Frightened. Or killed. <laughs> then I plan to take you away to hide you until he agreed to stop his work. Yeah, how do you show someone what it's like to be boiled alive without boiling them like, alive? You just put like a G.I. Joe in there and you're like, look. <laughs> look at him melt. Look at how bad it hurts. <laughs> look Maybe at his 17 opposable joints. Maybe you just it, it stopped happening like in Poltergeist when the guy's face is falling off. <gasps> oh, yeah, that's creepy. Look at his 17 points of articulation melting away. <laughs> Now he is just screws. He lowered the torch. Now I'm putting the <laughs> rare Cobra Harrier jet into the pit. His face filled with sadness. Now I have no choice. I must carry out my sacred duties. I must keep the ancient promise to Khaleesi. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, Beck. You have to do the voice. Yeah, you have to do the, you have to do the voice. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> Please try. But, no. <laughs> But what does that mean? Sorry, cried. The orange torchlight revealed her frightened expression. What does it mean? Ahmed repeated. He gestured with the torch. Look around you. We both turned and glanced quickly around the chamber, but we didn't understand because we're stupid fucking children. The mummies, he explained. <laughs> we still didn't understand. What about the mummies? I managed to oh stammer. They were all violators of the priestess's chamber, Ahmed revealed. 
The thin smile that formed on his face could only be described as a proud smile. Uh-oh. You mean they're not from ancient Egypt? Sari cried, raising her hands in horror to her face like no, in a cartoon. Mesopotamia. <laughs> a few of them, Ahmed replied, still smiling that frightening cold smile. A few of them were ancient intruders. Some are quite recent. But they all have one thing in common. They all became victims of the curse. And they were all mummified alive! Oh! No! I screamed without realizing it. <laughs> Ahmed ignored my terrified outburst. I did that one myself, he said, pointing to a mummy standing stiffly at attention at the edge of the tar pit. I took a correspondence course. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, how awful, Sari cried, her voice trembling. I stared hopefully at the tunnel opening behind Ahmed, but there was still no sign of Uncle Ben. <laughs> Today, I must go to work again, Ahmed announced. Today, <laughs> today there will be new mummy. Oh, shit. Today there's we will no... celebrate our independence. It said Ahmed announced, and then there's no other quotation marks, so I didn't know to start reading it in his voice. Oh, way no. to go. Way, way to go, R.L. Stein's editor. What, what, what if a child was reading this? <laughs> they got very confused. <laughs> Today, there will be new mummies. New trophies for Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Sorry, shrieked. I grabbed her hand. To my horror, I understood perfectly now. I understood why some of the mummies were in such good condition. They were new. Mint in box. All of the tools. The tar, the linen, they had been used by descendants of Khaleesi. Descendants like Ahmed. Since the time of Khaleesi, anyone who had entered the chamber, the chamber we were now standing in, had been mummified. Alive. And now Sari and I were about to become mummies too. Ahmed, you can't! Sari cried. She let go of my hand and balled her hands into angry fists at her side, as if that would fucking do anything. <laughs> It is the will of Kala, I see. <laughs> he replied softly, his dark eyes glowing in the light of the torch. I saw a long bladed dagger appear in his free hand. The blade caught the light from the torch. Sari and I both took a step back as Ahmed began moving toward us with quick, determined strides. <laughs> stride, stride, stride. Chapter 17. As Ahmed approached, Sari and I shrank back to the center of the chamber. Run, I thought. We can't run away from him. My eyes searched frantically for an accident for him. <laughs> My eyes searched frantically. This book doesn't have a lot of cues to use the wolf. I know! <laughs> for a place we could escape through, but there was no way out. The tunnel in the corner appeared to be the only opening, and we'd have to run right past Ahmed to get to it. Sari, I saw, was frantically pressing the beeper at her waist. She glanced at me, her features tight with fear, <laughs> among other things. It wasn't things. a dead technology. Yow! I cried out Yow. as I suddenly backed into someone. What? I turned and I Is stared mummy, into ben? the bandaged face of a mummy. Guy can't even mummy. yell right. With a loud gasp, I lurched <laughs> away from it. <laughs> Let's make a run for the tunnel. I whispered. Too sorry. My throat so dry and tight. I could barely make myself her hard heard. Hard. <laughs> <clears throat> he can't get both of us. 
Sorry, stared back just at me. You. Confused. I know. <laughs> I don't know if she heard me or not. He should have just started running. I know. They right? did talk a lot about earlier about who could run faster. Uh, I, I did think. not remember that. That was months ago, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> it was very months long ago. ago. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, stared back at me. Confused. I don't know if she heard me or not. There is no escape, Ahmed said softly, as if reading my thoughts. There is no escape from Khaleesi's curse. He's he's going to kill us, Sari screamed. You violated her sacred chamber. Yeah, we get it. Like, yeah. Yeah, he We're said not that, covering any new ground he here. He said that two chapters ago. Ahmed said, raising the torch high, holding the dagger at his waist. He stepped nearer. I saw you yesterday climb into the sacred sarcophagus. <gasps> he finally said terrible it. Terrible sentence structure. I saw you two playing in Khaleesi's holy chamber. Oh. It was then that I knew I had to carry out my sacred duties. I, sorry, and I both cried out as something dropped from the chamber ceiling. All three of us looked up to see a rope ladder dangling from the hole I had fallen through. It swung back and forth as it was lowered nearly to the floor. Are you down there? I'm coming down, Uncle Ben shouted down to us. Not what he sounds like. Uncle Ben, no, I screamed. I don't even remember what he sounds like. He's Chandra's been gone Davis. for a while. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> he sounds like no! this. No! <laughs> You're holding it too low. I know, I can't, I can't. <sighs> we gotta get this book. <clears throat> but he was already moving down the ladder, making his way quickly, the ladder steadying under his weight. Halfway down, he stopped and peered into the chamber. What on earth, he cried, his eyes roaming over the amazing scene. <clears throat> and then he saw Ahmed. Ahmed, what are you doing here? Uncle Ben cried in response and surprise. I just added a word for no reason. He quickly lowered himself to the floor, jumping down the last three rungs like a badass. <laughs> <laughs> Merely carrying out Khaleesi's wishes, Ahmed said, his face expressionless now, his eyes narrowed in anticipation. Kala? The priestess? Uncle Ben wrinkled his features in confusion. He's going to kill us, Sari cried, <laughs> rushing up to her dad, throwing her arms around his waist. Daddy, he's going to kill us and then turn us into mummies. Uncle Ben held Sari and looked over her shoulder accusingly at Ahmed. Is this true? The chamber has been violated. It has fallen to me, Doctor, to carry out the curse. <clears throat> Uncle Ben put his hands on Sari's trembling shoulders and mommy. gently moved her aside. Oh God, the she made a sound so like a cat that didn't want to be held. <laughs> then he began to make his way slowly, Sorry, steadily towards Ahmed. Ahmed, let us get go out of here and discuss this, he said, raising his right hand as if offering it in friendship. Ahmed took a step back, raising the torch menacingly. The priestess's will must not be ignored. Ah Ahmed, you're a scientist. <laughs> and so am I, Uncle Ben said. I couldn't believe how calm he sounded. I wondered if it was an act. Oh, I bet it is. Why even have other chapters at this point? Uncle like, just... Ben is acting? <clears throat> just so you guys know, the scene was tense. We sure in were for, we were, oh my god. Oh, whoa. This is the point where Jonathan forgets how to read. We were in such terrifying danger. That's what, that's, <laughs> we sure that's were an in actual such sentence. terrifying danger. <laughs> but this is a sentence in the book. This is, a, this is a paragraph. The scene was tense. We were in such terrifying danger. 
That, like, I feel like I'm that's... I'm feeling just, scared. That's just, like, his notes to the actors or something. Like, that's not the <laughs> like, actual He just dialogue. wrote that down, All like... Right, like, so in this scene, they were feeling tense. He forgot, to, he forgot to press delete. Yeah. But I felt just a little bit calmer knowing that my uncle was here, knowing that he'd be able to handle Ahmed and get us out of here alive. Okay. We don't know. Ahmed might have a gun. I glanced yeah, reassuringly at Sari, who was staring uh, hard biting her lower lip in hot, tense concentration <laughs> as her father approached Ahmed. Ahmed, put down the torch. Uncle Ben urged, his hand extended. The dagger, too, while you're at it. Please, <laughs> let's discuss this. Scientist to scientist. What is there to discuss? Ahmed asked Dracula? softly from Transylvania. <laughs> He was German earlier. He's gone full Dracula. His eyes studying Uncle Ben intently. Blah. The will of Khaleesi must be carried out as it has been for. You talked about how I can't talk, and now I can't talk. That's why I talked about how you couldn't talk. Because you couldn't talk before. Don't blame it on me. It's your fault. Um, <clears throat> your poor education. <laughs> this, the will of Khaleesi must be carried out as it has been for 4,000 years. That cannot be discussed. As scientist to scientist, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Ben repeated, returning Ahmed's stare as if challenging him. The curse is ancient. Khaleesi has had her way for many centuries. Perhaps it is time to let it rest. Lower your weapons, Ahmed. Let's talk about this. Scientist so scientifically, to scientist. there's a statute of limitations on mummy curses. Yes, 4,000 years. <laughs> it's going to be okay, I thought. Breaking, breathing, breathing. God breathing. damn it. Oh my god, I give up. The end. <laughs> breathing a long sigh of relief. It's all going to be okay. What is, did I have a stroke? <laughs> I think so. It's all going to be okay. We're going to get out of here. But then Ahmed moved with startling quickness. Without warning, without a word, he pulled back his arms and gripping the torch handle with both hands, swung it as hard as he could at Uncle Ben's head. Mm. <laughs> the torch made a loud thunk as it connected with the side of Uncle Ben's face. A loud thunk. <laughs> the orange flames danced up a swirl of bright color and then shadows Uncle Ben groaned his eyes bulged wide with surprise with pain this is grown oh, okay the torch hadn't set him aflame Oops, sorry. but the blow out. knocked him out stop that please. happens when you get knocked out nope he slumped to his knees, then his eyes closed, and he dropped limply to the floor. Jesus. Ahmed raised the torch high, his eyes gleaming with excitement, with triumph. And I knew we were doomed. The end. Just kidding, it'll never end. I'm gonna just read the next page. Yeah, so. go for it. Daddy! Sorry rushed to her father and knelt at uh, his side. Daddy! 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 <laughs> but Ahmed moved quickly, thrusting the torch toward her holding the dagger ready, forcing her to back away. A thin trickle of blood glowing darkly in the light of the fire rolled down the side of Uncle Ben's face. He groaned but didn't stir. I glanced quickly at the mummies scattered around the room. It was hard to believe that we would soon be one of them. I thought of leaping at Ahmed, trying to knock him over. I imagined grabbing the torch, swinging it at him, forcing him against the wall, forcing him to let us escape. But the blade of the dagger glowed as if warning me to stay back. 
I'm just a kid, I thought. Thinking I could beat a grown so man with a knife and a torch is just crazy. It's the first sane thing you've ever said, God. Gabe. Remember when you were thirsty and that was the worst thing that ever happened to you? <laughs> crazy. The whole scene was crazy. He called it a scene. Come on. Once again, R.L. Stein. <laughs> and terrifying. Delete your note. forgot. <laughs> I suddenly felt sick. My stomach tightened and a wave of nausea swept over me. Let us go! Now! Sorry, screamed at Ahmed. To my surprise, he reacted by swinging back the torch and heaving it across the room. I hate this torch! <laughs> it landed with a soft plop in the this center of the tar pit. Oh torch. no! Instantly, the surface of the tar pit burst into flames. The flames spread, leaping up toward the chamber ceiling until the entire square was aflame. As I stared in amazement, the tar popped and bubbled beneath the orange and red covering of flames. Glorp. We must. <laughs> We must wait for it yeah, to boil, Ahmed said calmly. The shadows oh, cast by the flames flickering across his face and clothing. The chamber grew thick with smoke. Sorry and I both started to cough. Ahmed bent down and put his hands under Uncle Ben's shoulders. He began to drag him across the floor. Why does he just kill those kids? It would be so, like, super easy. <laughs> yeah, like he already took down a grown man. Yeah. Leave him alone, Sari screamed, running frantically toward Ahmed. That's my daddy. I saw that she was going to try to fight him. I grabbed her shoulders and held her back. We were no match for Ahmed. Oh my he God. had muscles and was a grown-up. He had already knocked Uncle Ben unconscious. There was no telling what he would do to us. Such a loser. Holding on to Sari, I stared at him. What did he plan to do now? It didn't take long to find out, thank God. With surprising strength, he pulled Uncle Ben across the floor to one of the open mummy cases, which I just learned was called a sarcophagus, <laughs> against the wall. Then he hoisted him over the side and shoved him into the case. Not even the slightest bit out of breath, Ahmed slid the lid closed Is over my unconscious a uncle. Like, why does he have superhuman strength? Oh, no. He's just really buff. Then he turned to us. You two, into that one. He pointed to an enormous mummy case on the tall pedestal next to Uncle Ben's. It was nearly as tall as I was and at least 10 feet long. It must have been built to hold a mummified person. And all of his or her possessions. How progressive. Let us go. Oh, sorry. Let us go. Sorry, insisted. Let us out of here. We won't tell anyone what happened. Really. Please climb into the case, Ahmed insisted patiently. We must wait for the tar to be ready. It's not gonna, is it just gonna like burn up? Tar's not, it's not gonna go out. I don't know, man. Oh, man. Is he waiting for it to get hotter? I don't know. We're not gonna go in there, I said. I was shaking all over. I could feel the blood pulsing at my temples. Do you tar someone before you mummy them? I don't uh, think so. I don't know. I'm not a mummyologist. Uh, I didn't even realize I was saying what I was saying. I was so scared I didn't even hear myself. I glanced at Sari. She stood defiantly with her arms crossed tightly over her chest, but despite her brave pose, I could see her chin trembling and her eyes beginning to tear. Into the coffin, Amhen repeated, to await your fate. Khaleesi will not be kept waiting. The ancient curse will be carried out in her name. No! I cried. It doesn't seem like much of a curse if it's just a dude killing people. Yeah. Like, you're the curse, like dude. Like a human dude. Don't you realize just, you're the curse? It just sounds like a serial killer. No! I cried angrily. I stood on tiptoe and peered into the enormous mummy case. It smelled so sour in there, I nearly yeah. hurled. The case was made of wood. 
It was wrapped and stained and peeling inside. In the flickering light, I was sure I saw dozens of insects crawling around in there. Get into the case now! Amhead demanded. Sorry climbed up over the side and lowered herself now into the ancient stalling. mummy case. She always had to be first at everything. Even death! But this was Mommy the one peace. time I didn't mind. Jeez, Petty. Good lord. I right up until the end. <laughs> Resting my hand on the rotting wood on the side of the case. I glanced at the case next to it. I feel like he's saying case. Case. So case, many case, times case. just to piss off John. Mummy case. I glanced at the case next to it, the case with Uncle Ben inside. It was carved of stone, and the heavy stone lid was closed, sealing it up tight. Did Uncle Ben have any air in there, I wondered, gripped with fear? Was he able to breathe? Uh, Uncle Ben's and dead. And then I thought glumly, what difference does it make? All three of us are going to be dead soon. All three of us are going to be mummies, locked away in this hidden chamber forever. Get in now, Ahmed ordered, his dark eyes burning into mine. Oh my god, I want that. <laughs> Give me that. I just showed Becca a picture of a bookshelf chair. Uh, Good lord. Uh, mainly because I knew it would distract her. <laughs> You're correct. I want to fish his goddamn book. Uh, get in now, Ahmed ordered, his dark eyes burning into mine. I'm just a kid, I cried. I don't know where the words came from. I was so scared I really didn't know what I was saying. I love that chair. Build me that chair. Okay. <clears throat> An unpleasant sneer formed on Ahmed's face. Many of the pharaohs were your age at death, he said. I wanted to keep him talking. I had the desperate idea that if I could keep the conversation going, I could get us out of this mess. You stole but that I idea from Sorry, but whatever. <laughs> but I couldn't think of anything to say. My brain just froze. Yeah, Sorry and Uncle Ben both tried that. <laughs> get in, Ahmed ordered, moving toward me menacingly. Feeling totally defeated, I slid one leg over the side of the rotting coffin, raised myself up, and then dropped down beside Sari. She had her head bowed, and her eyes shut tight. I think she was praying. She didn't glance up, even when I touched her shoulder. Praying to Khaleesi. The coffin lid began to slide over us. The last thing I saw were the red flames leaping up over the pit of tar. The tar pit. Then the lid closed us into complete blackness. Uh, darkness, R.L. Stein. Get with the times. I asked Sari, have you ever heard of seven minutes in heaven? <laughs> Gabe. Sari whispered a few seconds after the lid was closed. I'm frightened. For some reason, her confession made me snicker. She said it with such surprise, as if being frightened was a startling new experience. I'm too frightened to be frightened, I whispered back, like an asshole. <laughs> she grabbed my hand and squeezed it. Her hand was even colder and clammier than mine, and I have never been Ugh. so hard. <laughs> He's crazy, she whispered. Yeah, I know, I replied, still holding on to her hand. I think there are bugs in here, she said with her with a shudder. I can feel them crawling on me. Me too, I told her. I realized I was gritting my teeth. I always do that when I'm nervous or thirsty. And now I was more nervous than uh, I thought humanly possible. Poor daddy, Sari said. The air in the coffin was already beginning to feel stuffy and hot. I tried to ignore the disgusting, sour smell, but it had crept into my nostrils, and I could even taste it. I held my breath to keep from gagging. We're going to suffocate in here, I said grimly. He's going to kill us before we can suffocate, Zari wailed. Ah! Ow! I could hear her slap at a bug on her arm. Maybe something will happen, I told her. Pretty lame. But I couldn't think of what else to say. I couldn't think. Period. <clears throat> 
all I keep thinking about is how he's going to reach in and pull my brain out through my nose. Sorry, what? Wailed. How is that what you're thinking about? Why did you have to tell me that, Gabe? The, the brain's oh, out of mummies. Yeah. I, it took me a while to reply. Then all I could say was, Sorry. I began to picture the same thing, and another wave of nausea swept over me. We can't just sit here. I, uh, <clears throat> we can't just sit here, I said. <laughs> we have to escape. I tried to ignore the thick, sour smell. Fix the spooky sounds. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Huh? How? Let's try to push up the lid, I said. Maybe if we both push together. I counted to three in a low whisper, and we both flattened our hands against the coffin top and pushed up as hard as we could. No, the lid wouldn't budge. You have to do that thing from... From, uh... Kill Bill. Kill Bill, yeah. Yeah. Just put your fingertips against it and then punch. Yeah, just punch your way up. Just punch your way up. one-inch punch. Yeah. Maybe he's locked it or put something heavy on top of it, Sorry, suggested with a miserable sigh. Maybe, I replied, feeling just as miserable. We sat in silence for a while. I could hear Sari breathing. She was sort of sobbing as she breathed. I realized my heart was racing. I could feel my temples throbbing. I pictured the long well, hook that Ahmed would use to pull our brains out of <laughs> our heads. I tried to force the thought out of my mind, but it wouldn't go away. I remembered being a mummy two Halloweens ago, and how the costume unraveled in front of my friends. Little did I know that I'd soon have a mummy costume that would never unravel! Oh! oh it's so deep! Oh. Time passed. I don't know how long. I realized I'd been sitting with my legs crossed. Now they were beginning to fall asleep. I uncrossed them and stretched them out. Wait, sitting? I thought they were in like a... Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. Yeah, apparently they're like, like a coffin. Yeah, it is. He could sit up? I don't think so. Well, because there's many layers to a sarcophagus, especially a mummy's one. How tall is it? There's like a big one that's like four feet tall, and then inside's a smaller one. That inside, it's kind of like a no, Russian nesting doll. it's not a doll. nesting doll. That's how the sarcophagus works. So if it's just the outer one, then that makes sense. That's actually true. But aren't they like human shaped? Yeah, but but yeah, the the innermost one is the one that holds your body. So that's the one. That, what like, do the outer ones hold? The inner ones. It, it, it is like a nesting doll. Why? Because the fucking Egyptians, Egyptians were oh, weird. I read the book. <gasps> what have you done? Oh god. Good. <laughs> the curse of Khaleesi. Oh no. Okay, you're gonna have to explain this to me later because I don't know what the fuck. It There's is. nothing else to explain. They're just nesting dolls. It's just a yeah. bunch of nesting coffins. Cases within cases. Yes. Why? Egyptians, because man. Egyptians. That is not a good enough. Why did they pull your shit out through your nose and put it in jars? I don't know. Egyptians, I don't man. No. Why did they worship dogs and cats, and like mainly mainly cats? Uh, mainly cats and like eagle heads. Well, apparently the mummy case was so big. Sorry, and I could both lie down if we wanted to. Yeah, you could. So is it? So, but they're like human shaped. So yes. is it standing up like a human standing, or is it laying down? No, I think it's flat? laying down. But it's tall enough that they can sit up. I mean, that's like on their butts with their legs crossed. I mean, I didn't think so, but maybe it is. That would be like this tall. Yeah, they're pretty huge. All right, whatever. I'm gonna look up a picture. Fuck this book! I'm gonna rip every page. Don't rip it. <laughs> it's an heirloom of my childhood. <laughs> I'm gonna, right. I almost typed in mummy case. Fuck you, Arnold <laughs> He's making the, the, you dumber, yes. The ripped pages yeah. Yeah. Picking up. All right, I'm going to read the next page as well. Okay. But we were too tense and terrified to lie down. I was the first to hear the scrabbling sound, like something climbing quickly around inside the mummy case. 
At first I thought it was sorry, but she grabbed my hand with her icy hand. That's so horribly written. And I realized she hadn't moved from in front of me. We both listened hard. Something near us, something right next to us, bumped the side of the case. A mummy? Was there a mummy in the case with us? A mummy? Moving? I heard a soft groan. Sorry, squeezed my hand so tightly it hurt, and I uttered a sharp cry because I finished. Another sound, closer. Gabe, Sorry, whispered, her voice tiny and shrill. Gabe, there's something in here with us. Chapter 20. It's not a mummy, I told myself. It can't be. It's a bug, a very large bug, moving across the coffin floor. It's not a mummy. It's not a mummy, the words repeated in my mind. I didn't have too long to think about it. Whatever it was crept closer. Oh my god. Hey, a voice whispered. Sorry, and I both, <laughs> both shrieked. It's like a lot of wasted materials. All of it's wasted. They're putting the Where shit are in you pyramids. We recognize the voice this, immediately. Like, oh, it'll tell me what it is, but it's not in English. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what language. We recognize the voice immediately. Uncle Ben, I cried, swallowing hard, my heart pounding. Wait, I totally wasn't trying to bang him? your daughter. Daddy, sorry, lunged Daddy. over me to get to her father. But how, I stammered. How did you get in here? Easy, he replied, squeezing my shoulder reassuringly, and not in a creepy way. <laughs> Egyptian magic. Egyptian magic. Uh, what happened? Am I on this page? Top of this page? Yes. Daddy, I don't believe it. Sorry, wailed. I couldn't see in the blackness of the closed coffin, but I think she was crying. I'm okay, I'm okay, he repeated several times, trying to calm her down. How did you get out of that case and into this one? I asked, totally confused and amazed, but mostly confused. There's an escape hatch. No, there's not. What? Uncle Ben explained. A small opening with a doorway. The Egyptians built hidden doorways and escape hatches into many of their mummy cases. Why would they have done that? Why would because he they call thought... it a mummy case? Because they thought that the body would He's come alive. He's an archaeologist. That's why they buried him with like a bunch of stuff so they could have it in the afterlife. For the corpse's soul to be able to out. leave. I don't know. Wow, I said. I didn't know what to say. It seemed they very convenient. <laughs> Ahmed is so caught up in his ancient curse mumbo-jumbo, he's forgotten about this little detail. Uncle Ben said. I felt his hand on my shoulder again. Come on, you two. Follow me. But he's out there, I started. No, Uncle Ben replied quickly. He slipped away. When I climbed out of my case, I looked for him. I didn't see him anywhere. Maybe he went somewhere else him. while he's waiting for the tar to get hot enough to kill us. Or maybe he decided to just leave us in the mummy cases to suffocate. <laughs> I felt sad for my uncle that he called the mummy cases, even though he's an archeologist. <laughs> Then I felt a bug slither up my leg. I slapped at it. Then I tried to pull it out from inside the leg of my jeans, and I grabbed my dick instead. Out we go, <laughs> Uncle Ben said. I heard him groan as he turned in the enormous coffin. Then I could hear him crawling to the back. I saw a small rectangle of light as he pushed open the hidden door in the back of the case. It was a very small escape hatch, just big enough for us to squeeze through. I felt a little... I followed Uncle Ben and Sari out of the case, flattening myself to crawl out of the small opening, then dropping onto all fours on the chamber floor. Yeah. Yeah. It took a while for my eyes to adjust to the brightness. Uh, the red show. flames still danced over the pit of bubbling tar, casting eerie blue shadows on all four chamber walls. The mummies stood as before, frozen in place around the room, shadows flickering over their faceless forms. 
As my eyes began to focus, I saw that Uncle Ben had an enormous dark bruise on the side of his head. A wide ribbon of dried blood streaked down his cheek. Let's get out of here before Ahmed comes back, he whispered, standing between us, one hand on each of our shoulders. Sari looked pale and trembly. Her lower lip was bleeding from her chewing on it so hard. Ew. Jesus Christ. Uncle Ben started toward the rope ladder in the center of the chamber, but then stopped. It'll take too long, he said, thinking out loud. That's probably stupid of you. Come on, to the tunnel, hurry. All three of us started jogging toward the tunnel in the corner. <laughs> Looking down, I saw that's my that favorite my... part. Where it's like, <laughs> I like the one thing that's like, ooh, sounds like Delilah. <laughs> it like Delilah. Looking down, I saw that my stupid shoelace had come untied again, but there was no way I was going to stop to tie it. We were about to get out of there. A few seconds before, I'd given up all hope. But now, here we were, out of the mummy case, ugh, and headed to freedom. We were just a few yards in front of the tunnel entrance when the tunnel suddenly filled with orange light. Then, from out of the tunnel, Ahmed emerged, holding a new torch in front of him. Where does he get those? The flames revealing a startled look on his face. Now! No! Sorry, and I cried in unison. No. All three of us skidded to a halt right in front of him, and it sounded like a car slamming on the brakes. You cannot escape, Ahmed said softly, quickly regaining his composure, his startled expression tightening to anger. You will not escape! He thrust the torch toward Uncle Ben, who was forced to fall backwards out of reach of the hissing flames. He landed hard on his elbows and cried out in pain. His cry brought a grim smile to Ahmed's lips. You have made Khaleesi angry, he announced, raising the torch above his head and reaching for the dagger sheathed at his waist. She told me. You will not join the other violators of this chamber. Woo, I breathe a sigh of relief. Woo! Oh, I bet that means you're fine, and you're totally fine. Ahmed had changed his mind. He wasn't going to turn us into mummies after all. The three of you will die in the tar pit, he declared. Sari and I exchanged horrified glances. Uncle Ben had climbed back to his feet and put his arms around us. <clears throat> Ahmed, can't we talk about this calmly and rationally as scientists, he asked. To the you tar pit, you dumb Ahmed bitch. ordered, thrusting the flaming torch angrily at us. Ahmed, please! Uncle Ben cried in a whining, frightened tone I'd never heard from him before. Ahmed ignored Uncle Ben's desperate pleas. Pushing the torch at our backs, he gestured with the long bladed dagger. He forced us to make our way to the edge of the pit. Ooh, what's that? Cider and rum. Ooh. The tar was bubbling noisily now, making ugly of popping and sucking sounds. Sounds like a real missed opportunity. Hang on a second. <clears throat> the tar was bubbling noisily now, making ugly popping and sucking sounds. The flames... <laughs> the flames across the top were low and red. I tried to pull back. Red. It smelled so bad, and the steam coming off of it was so hot it made my face burn. Oh, so hot. One by one, you will jump, Ahmed said. Jump. He was standing a few feet behind us, uh, as we stared down into the bubbling tar. If you don't jump, I will force you. T I will be forced to push you. <laughs> this sounds like his heart's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
Maybe he doesn't <laughs> really yeah. want to be a He's like, uh, uh, Ahmed! Uncle Ben My began. father pushed me into this. I but, never wanted to turn into him. But Ahmed <laughs> brushed the torch against Ben's back. It has, it has come to me, Ahmed said solemnly. You know what's bumming me out? I thought this whole the time East. there would be a mummy yeah. attacking people, yeah. like on the cover, yeah. and it's just a serial what killer. What has it ever yeah. been what's on the cover? The honor of carrying out Khaleesi's wishes. Oh, God, we're almost there. Almost what a there. chore. The tar fumes are so overwhelming, I thought I was going to faint. Uh. The pit started to tilt in front of me. I felt very dizzy. I shoved my hands into my jean pockets to steady myself, I guess. It says, I guess. What? I didn't make that up. Oh my god. And my hand closed around something I'd forgotten about. My penis. Oh! The summoner. That's what I call my penis. <laughs> Me too, kid. The mummy hand I carry around everywhere. Oh, I knew it was going to come back somehow. I'm not sure why. I wasn't thinking clearly, if at all. But I pulled out the little mummy hand. <laughs> and then poked him in the eye with oh it. Oh my god. I, I started masturbating quickly. furiously with it. <laughs> and went, nyah, nyah, nyah. I spun around quickly and I held the mummy hand up high. I can't really explain what was going through my mind. He said that like a hundred times in the last two chapters. I just started jerking off very vigorously. <laughs> I was so Maybe terrified, so overwhelmed with fear that I was thinking a hundred things at once. Maybe I thought the mummy hand would distract Ahmed, or interest him, or confuse him, or frighten him. Maybe I was just stalling for time. Oh you God. could have just picked one of those things. Maybe Earl Stein's just stalling for time. I think you are right. Or maybe I was unconsciously remembering the legend behind the hand that the kid at the garage sale had told me. Nope. The legend of why it was called the Summoner. How it was used to call up ancient souls and spirits. Maybe I'll get my wish. Oh, man, I hope or so. Or maybe I wasn't thinking at all. You already said that, oh. goddammit. But I spun around, gripping it by its slender wrist, held the mummy hand up high, and waited. Ahmed stared at it, but nothing happened. <laughs> okay, now confused. I just hope that nothing actually happened. I hope he just pushes him into the tar and that's the end. Yeah. Right. Uh, what, what page Left. am I starting? That one? Yeah. Okay. Chapter 21. Yes, it's still going on. I think it's the last chapter. I waited, standing there like the Statue of Liberty, with the little hand raised high above my head. I'm not making this Welcoming up. immigrants to the tar pit. It seemed as if I were standing like that for hours. Sorry, and Uncle Ben stared at the hand. Lowering the torch a few inches, Ahmed squinted Should at the mummy hand. Should probably say something like, I summoned thee. <laughs> then, his hands grew then his eyes grew wider and his mouth dropped open in surprise. He cried out. Like I couldn't understand what he was saying. The words were in a language I'd never heard. Ancient Egyptian, maybe. He's just he holding it up like saying anything. He took a step back. <laughs> Way to go, John Cusack. <laughs> he took a step back. His surprised expression quickly replaced by a wide-eyed look of fear. The hand of the priestess. He cried. At least that's what I think he cried, because I suddenly I was suddenly distracted by what was going on behind him. Sorry uttered a low cry. All three of us stared over Ahmed's shoulder in disbelief. Oh man, Becca. A mummy. A mummy propped against the wall yes. appeared to lean forward. Another mummy lying on its back slowly sat up, oh my creaking God. as it raised itself. No, I cried, still holding the mummy hand high. Sari and Uncle Ben what? were gaping, wide-eyed as the vast chamber filled with motion. As the mummies creaked and groaned to life, 
the air filled with the odor of ancient dust of decay. In the shadowy light, I saw one mummy, then another, straighten up, stand tall. They stretched their bandaged arms above their featureless heads, slowly, painfully. Staggering, moving swiftly, the mummies lumbered forward. I watched frozen in amazement as they climbed out of mummy cases, raised themselves from the floor, leaned forward, took their first slow, heavy steps, their muscles groaning, dust rising up from their dry, dead buddies. They're dead, I thought. No fucking shit. All of them. Dead. Dead, dead, dead skis. Dead for so many years. But now they were rising up, climbing from their ancient coffins, struggling toward us on their heavy, dead, dead, fucking dead legs. Their bandaged feet scraped across the chamber floor as they gathered in a group. Scrape, scrape, scrape. A dry, shuffling sound I knew I'd never forget. Scrape, scrape. The faceless army approached. Bandaged arms outstretched, they lumbered toward us, creaking and groaning. Wait, did you read that page? Yeah. Oh, it's just all... He's just still describing mummies. Fucking shit over yeah. and over, okay. Lumbering, moaning, okay, whatever. Ahmed <laughs> caught the astonishment on our faces and spun around. He cried out again in that strange language as he saw the mummies advancing on us, scraping so softly, so deliberately across the chamber floor. And then with a furious scream, Ahmed heaved the torch at the mummy in the lead. The torch hit the mummy in the chest and bounced to the floor. Flames burst from the mummy's chest, immediately spreading over the arms and down the legs. But the mummy kept advancing, didn't slow, didn't react at all to the fire that was quickly consuming it. Gaping in open-mouthed horror, babbling an em endless stream of words in that mysterious language. What is it, just it, Arabic? French. Like, okay... Um, mysterious language, Ahmed tried to run, but he was too late. The burning mummy lunged at him. The ancient figure caught Ahmed by, up by the throat oh, and lifted shit. him high above its flaming shoulders. Oh, man. Ahmed uttered a high-pitched shriek of terror. Oh, it's... Oh, you are not prepared. <laughs> As the other mummies lumbered forward. Moaning and wailing through their yellowed bandages, they moved in to help their burning colleague. Aww. Is that what... Multiple mummies are called a colleague. Colleague, of yeah, the colleagues, mummy, mummy Co colleagues. Uh, what, what page am I on? That one. <clears throat> they raised Ahmed high above their moaning heads, <clears throat> and then held him over the burning tar pit, squirming and kicking. I Ahmed uttered a piercing scream as they held him over the boiling, bubbling, steaming tar. <clears throat> I closed my eyes. The heat and tar fumes swirled around me. I felt as if I were being swallowed up, pulled down into the steaming blackness. When I opened my eyes, I saw Ahmed fleeing to the tunnel, staggering clumsily, shrieking in open-mouthed terror as he ran. The mummies remained by the pit, enjoying their victory. I realized I was still holding the mummy hand over my head. I lowered it slowly and gazed at Sari and Uncle Ben. They were standing beside me, their faces filled with confusion and relief. The, the mummies, I managed to utter. Look, Sari said, pointing. I followed the direction of her gaze. The mummies were all back in place. Some were leaning, some propped at odd angles, some lying down. They were exactly as they had been when I entered the chamber. Huh? My eyes darted rapidly around the room. <clears throat> had they all moved? Had they raised themselves, stood up, and staggered toward us? Or had we imagined it all? No. 
We couldn't have imagined it. Ahmed was gone. We were safe. Wait, what the fuck happened? I don't know. I wasn't listening. Sorry. Chris, what happened in your page? Um, he ran Ahmed a, ran, ran away, away, and then all the mummies were back where they were. Oh. And sorry, and Uncle Ben were staring at him. Why didn't you listen when I read? I was, buddy. I looked at Facebook while you guys were reading, and I was listening. Oh, well, I was confused about something, so, well, like, fuck, fuck, fuck yourself. Oh, you were confused about something? That's so surprising. Why don't you struggle to read a it's children's book? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is what I hate about you, Chris. <laughs> but love at the same time. <clears throat> I sound like an old man. <laughs> <clears throat> That's when Chris had a heart attack. <laughs> We're okay, Uncle Ben said gratefully, throwing his arms around Sari and me. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. We can go now, Sari cried happily, hugging her dad. Then she turned to me. You saved our lives, she said. She had to choke out the words. But she said them, and I wanted her to choke on them. <laughs> Then Uncle Ben turned his gaze on me and the object I still gripped tightly in front of me. <laughs> no, not my penis. Thanks, thanks for the helping hand, Uncle Ben said. I forgot that I hated Uncle Ben. Guys, go arrest the serial killer. Roll credits. What the fuck? Go call the goddamn police. We had an enormous dinner at a restaurant back in Cairo. It's a miracle any of us got any food down since we were all talking at once, chattering excitedly, reliving our adventure, trying to make sense of it all. I was spinning the summoner around on the table. <laughs> Uncle, I'm just gonna call my penis the summoner from now on. Uncle Ben grinned at me. I had no idea how special that mummy hand was. He took it from me and examined it closely. Better not play with it, he said seriously. We must treat it carefully, he shook his head. Some great scientist I am, he exclaimed scornfully. He's a terrible scientist. You call sarcophagus as mummy cases. You should have your license he's, revoked. Like, he's a scientist the way that Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park is a mathematician. <laughs> when I saw it, I thought it was a toy, some kind of reproduction. But this hand may be my biggest discovery of all. It's my good luck charm, I said, handling it gently as I took it back. You can say that again, Sari said appreciatively. It's the nicest thing she'd ever said to me. Oh my god. Back at the hotel. That sounds depressing. Yep. Back at the hotel, I surprised myself by falling asleep instantly. Really? Because that sounds like a rough-ass day. Yeah. I can't believe they even ate dinner. I know. Call the cops, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought I'd be up for hours thinking about Guess everything's all that had okay. happened. But I guess all the excitement had exhausted me. The next morning, sorry, Uncle Ben and I had a big breakfast in the room. I had a plate of scrambled eggs and a bowl of frosted flakes. As I ate, I fiddled with a little mummy hand. All of us were feeling good, happy that our frightening adventure was over. I feel like you're speaking way too soon, kid. We were kidding around, teasing each other, laughing a lot. After I finished my cereal, I raised the little little mummy hand. Little high. mummy hand. Oh, summoner! I chanted in a deep voice. Oh I'm god. not gonna do a deep voice. Oh my god! Is, he obviously sounds like this. I summon the ancient spirits. Come alive! Come alive again! I am a summoner. <laughs> Stop it, Gabe! Sorry, snap. She grabbed for the hand, but I swung it out of her reach. 
That isn't funny, she said. You shouldn't fool around like that. <laughs> and slapped her in the face with it. <laughs> Are you chicken? I asked, laughing at her. I could see that she was really frightened, which made me enjoy my little joke even more because I'm a sadist. Jesus. Keeping it away from her, I raised the hand high. That's all that's left. Take us home. Okay. I summon the ancient spirits of the dead. I chanted, come to me, come to me now. And there was a loud knock at the door. All three of us gasped. Uncle Ben knocked over his juice glass. It clattered onto the table and spilled. My cranberry. I froze with a little hand in the air. Another loud knock. We heard a scrabbling at the door. The sound of ancient bandaged fingers struggling with the lock. Sorry, and I exchanged horrified glances. I slowly lowered the hand as the door swung open. Two shadowy figures lumbered into the room. His parents. Mom and Dad, I cried. I bet they were surprised at how glad I was to see them. That. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, that's like the happiest ending of one of these stories so far. I really yeah. thought a mummy would just kill them now. Yeah, n no one with a name actually died. Yeah. Yeah. Did I miss something? No, that's it. May I see the book? Oh yeah, it's it's, just like, it's a preview of Let's Get Invisible, the yeah. next book that I can't wait to read based on that title alone. Let's get invisible, invisible. <laughs> I wanna get invisible. R. Let's Stein. get invisible. <laughs> Let me not see your face. Uh, Hide your face. Let me not see your body. And now for the Hide creepiest part of all, the about the author section. <laughs> R.L. Stein is the author of more than two dozen best-selling thrillers and mysteries for young people. Recent titles for teenagers include Beach House, Hit and Run, and The Babysitter 2, all published by Scholastic. He is also the author of the Fear Street series, which we now know sucks. When he isn't writing scary books, he is a head writer of the children's TV show Eureka's Castle, seen on Nickelodeon. Bob lives in New York City with his wife, Jean, and 12-year-old son, Matt, who are ashamed of him. <laughs> so that's that. That's that book. Below Grade Level is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates.